Welcome back to Chatting with Copywriters Season 2. I'm your co-host, Kimberly. And I'm Bobby. This season, we have more of your favorite ad breakdowns. Insider marketing and copywriting tips. Interviews and more wacky questions that lead into interesting marketing subjects. Welcome to this episode of Chatting with Copywriters, where Bobby and I are going to be talking about a year in review of the podcast. So exciting. Chatting with Copywriters has each its one year anniversary, and uh, we've got a lot of fun stats and a lot of fun memories from it, and that we are going to share with you. But before we get into that, of course, as always, we like to ask or answer a very random question, uh, but it's near the beginning of the year. So Bobby, I've got a question for you. <gasps> Yay. I like when you ask me the questions first. <laughs> Because you don't have to think of them. Uh, so uh, for those of you listening in, uh, this is the, near, the beginning of the year. And, you know, it's a time when you see all of those articles about New Year's resolutions. And then, of course, you see all of the articles about why New Year's resolutions don't work. So, Bobby, do you set New Year's resolutions? No. No, no. I don't. Um, I don't set resolutions. I do look forward to the next year and set goals. I don't call them resolutions because my track record on resolutions is pretty horrendous. My track record for goals and just being smart about it is, is exponentially better. I mean, not nine times out of 10, you know, new year's resolutions are things like I'm going to eat better, but you don't get very specific or I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to go work out more or I'm going to go travel the world and you know, and they're, they're vague. And so that tends to be the way most people do their resolutions and yeah, that doesn't work for me. So setting goals that I then turn around and have specific metrics and milestones, it just works much easier for me. Besides, the other thing is looking at something an entire year in advance and going, I'm going to do this for all year. Really overwhelming at times. So a lot of times I find that sometimes I just need to set a goal for today. I'm going to wake up and smile all day long, right? <laughs> so for me, it, it, it just becomes a little bit more about being specific. So call it a resolution, call it a goal. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions just because of my track record. What about you? So I also don't do New Year's resolutions, mostly because uh, I've never actually like sat down and thought about it. Uh, you know, for me, it was always just kind of like, oh, right, New Year, I have to go back to school, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, in terms of setting goals, I I'm... Uh, much more in line with what you do. Uh, I'm a big believer, first off, that, okay, the new year happens once a year. Do I really have to wait, you know, five months, seven months, eight months, if I finally decide I want to do something to then put it into action? It's just a, a way of pushing it off, I feel. So if I decide, hey, I want to try something new or I, you know, um, I want to start a podcast, uh, I think we're going to make that happen. So I told you, hey, uh, our start date is X and uh, we need to get it all finished and put up in time for that. So setting just like a set deadline for something. And then, you know, as you were saying, right, having those metrics, having an idea of what success looks like, you know, making smart goals, you know, something that you can measure, something that's attainable, something that's not, you know, utterly ridiculous and far away. And you can't even actually imagine what that looks like. Um, I'm a much bigger proponent of, you know, goals with, you know, steps. And uh, here lately, I've gotten really great into not only setting the goals and setting the deadline for the goals, but then backtracking and saying, okay, so if this is the goal, uh, what is this, what are the steps leading up to that? You know, plotting out, okay, so if the goal is going to happen March 15th, then by March 1st, this needs to have been done. And by February 23rd, this needs to have been done, yep. you know, that kind of thing. Yep, absolutely. 
So speaking of uh, me meeting you at a conference and deciding we're going to do this podcasting thing and you just saying, okay. <laughs> Uh, we've been doing this for a year. Does it feel like it's been a year? It's it's kind of one of those things to me, at least, where uh, it seems to have been longer and shorter than a year's worth of episodes. How about you? Yeah, longer and shorter. I would I would agree with that. It's like there are times where I'm like, wow, we're still doing this, and then there are also times where I'm like, wow, we only just started. <laughs> so, we did only just start, and it's did, been an exciting did. start. I mean, you know, in our first year, we've had over two thousand downloads which is pretty sweet to me in a really uh, busy category of business and marketing type topics. Uh, so, uh, you know, 2000 downloads, which is exciting. And that's over 17 hours of content. And to me, it's like we, we make short episodes, right? Average commute time because people are busy, but 17 hours worth of content if you want to sit down and start binge watching. Did you ever think you'd be a part of something where uh, instead of, you know, binge watching Game of Thrones, you're going to sit down and binge binge listen to uh, chatting with copywriters. Oh, I do that all the time. Well, not necessarily binge watching, chatting with binge listening with chatting with copywriters, but um, you know, because, because we do it, but I have definitely binge listened to several podcasts and you just, start, oh, I know. you just go. So it is, it's impressive, especially, you know, like you said, we, we try to keep our episodes to about 20 minutes long. So 17 hours of content, that's a lot of us getting together. But super exciting and so much fun. So absolutely. What has been your favorite episode so far? Oh, good question. Um, you know, I, I'm such a data nerd that I love, I love the ones where we get, you know, down into the data and the numbers and understanding when we talked about click-through rates and we talked about, you know, how to increase open rates and, and, and we really kind of got into some of the more nitty gritty detail oriented stuff is probably some of my favorite episodes that we've had. Um, we've had some really amazing guests too uh, recently on as well. And, and, you know, those are always fun because it's really cool and really exciting to bring somebody else in and just sort of pick their brain for a little bit instead of us back and forth, which oh, while I enjoy that, it's really cool to add somebody else into the mix as well. It is fun when we have guests on, you know, I think that's uh, one of our goals right? Goals, yeah. not resolutions. One of our <laughs> goals moving forward is to have at least one guest a month, just because it is fun to get an outsider's perspective. You know, we're all about uh, how to create the copywriting that's going to work best for your business. But then, you know, we're only two people and our methods are not the best methods for everyone. And we love to hear how other people are, are kind of tackling the journey from getting your copy from idea to publication to lots of sales and a, a very happy cart, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what about you? What's your favorite episode in the year gone by? Oh, mine in the year gone by, you know, I really like diving into the data for sure. Uh, but some of my favorite episodes have been the how marketing has changed. Just because, you know, <laughs> uh, what I talk about a lot when talking with my clients is how marketing has changed so much in the last 10 years. Uh, just, you know, with online marketing and all the different platforms you can use. Uh, but realizing how much marketing has really changed from like the 50s or the 60s or even the 80s, you know, it, it's kind of fun um, to to dive into old ads, to read them, to see, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of nostalgia and history anyway. So, you know, I'm that person who goes to a toy museum in some random country and just marvels at all <laughs> the old artwork. So seeing all those old pictures for the ads and uh, just kind of looking to see how much has changed, A, but also how much hasn't changed. You know, I like being able to see that juxtaposition of what's changed and what stays the same. 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. We have had some pretty interesting um, ads that we've broken down, haven't we? Oh, for sure. I think one of my favorites would have to be uh, the, the sugar one. You know, the, the sugar ad made by like the sugar manufacturers of yeah, America. The, the sugar <laughs> one was a good one. You know what? The one, that I, the one that I really enjoyed was the beer one where it was talking about giving the beer to kids. And... Oh, yeah. The picture. It was like good for oh, the young yeah, and yes. old. Yeah. That was, that was, that was an interesting one. I'm like, yep. Times have definitely changed on what, um, I mean, the, what they were doing and some sort of the, you know, tips, tricks, and techniques for marketing, you could, you could see, you, I mean, still work today. Sometimes it's just what they were saying and how they said it though. And, you know, that's one of the things that uh, we talk about a lot, right? Uh, throughout all of the episodes, I think that's one of the things we hammer home a lot is to make sure you're using language that matches the people uh, that you're talking with, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of does speak to what time frame are you in? What culture are you in? You know, one of my favorite things to look up online is when like there's uh, the marketing flops for like the big name companies because they didn't translate something properly or, uh, you know, they, they used a term that doesn't mean what it means to us uh, in their marketing in another country. So, you know, being really uh, aware of the times and the culture and who you're speaking with, I think is, I think is one of our biggest takeaways, honestly, from, from the show. Yeah, I think one of my favorite marketing flops, not that we talked about this in a past episode, but was the Chevy Nova <laughs> trying to market that to the Spanish-speaking culture. Oh, yes. Nova, Nova. It's the best car ever, except Nova means do not go yes. in Spanish. <laughs> yes. But but I digress because we didn't actually talk about that in the, in, in the past year. So let's see. What else? Um, how many episodes have we had? Like, what are we at right now? Is we, are we at 50 yet? Have we hit 50? Uh, as of this recording, we have hit 50, uh, but, uh, from first episode publication to last episode publication in 2019, we had 47 episodes. Wow. That's not bad. That's not bad. We did pretty good. And we had ourselves our, our little break in between our seasons there. So absolutely breaks, I think are very useful. Um, and you know, 47 episodes, which seems kind of a crazy number to me. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's been 47, right? Especially since I edited all 47 of those. (laughs) And that's why you do that. (laughs) And that's why I do that. Yeah. So, you know, we are actually listened to, uh, around the world. Do you realize that? No, I didn't. How many different countries listen to us now? Okay. So, uh, for the, the lifetime, if you will, our top countries, we have, Amazingly enough, a top 13, uh, sorry, top 19 countries. Um, So those are not uh, all of the countries that listen to us, but our top 19 countries are the U.S. and Canada, of course. Then, you know, the U.K. and New Zealand. And then uh, we've got some farther flung things like Australia, the Netherlands, Spain, Russia, uh, Japan. I'm pretty sure Malaysia's on this list. Yep, that's the next one. India, Croatia, Singapore. Awesome. Awesome. It's nice to know that we have a worldwide audience. We do have so, a worldwide audience. Let exciting. me ask you a question. We've looked at the year in review. So my next question for you is, what do you see changing in marketing and or Ooh. our podcast for 2020? You know what? Uh, changing in marketing is going to be more podcasting. Uh, 
I, I really believe that a lot of people are starting to see the advantage of using podcasting as one of your marketing channels. Uh, saturation with podcasting uh, is definitely so much lower than if you look at videos or if you look at blogs. Um, I think there's something like over a billion websites and then there's over, you know, a couple million YouTube channels, but there's only like a couple thousand uh, podcasts out there in the world right now. So it's a, it's a new area. It's, it's still not reached its peak. It's still, you know, climbing upwards. There's a new magazine about to be released, Podcast Magazine, uh, all about the behind the scenes stuff for podcasts and for people who really love to listen to podcasts, just like people really love to listen to music and, you know, get Billboard Magazine. Um, and I think that uh, other things that are going to change, you know, it's going to move more towards, uh, it's going to be a, what do you call it? Uh, kind of an irony, right? Uh, a lot of marketing is becoming more one-on-one, -on -one, even though it's be able to reach more and more people. Uh, I feel that, you know, that personalization is, it's still, um, it's still getting a lot of uh, interest in marketing and people are expecting that more, right? We've now had things like Netflix for years and we kind of expect the same thing when interacting with anything online, you know? How frustrating is it to go onto Amazon put in your search term and then not actually get what you're looking for. Um, you know, that is still something that happens, but people are having shorter and shorter patiences, uh, shorter and shorter amount of patience to deal with that. So I think uh, companies need to find a way to really connect with their audience, connect with their buyers, because it is becoming very much a, uh, a process where people are like, you know what, uh, if the customer service isn't great, there are other options now and I'm going to go use them. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I kind of think that for sure podcasting is is a wave of the future. Video isn't going anywhere. No, um, absolutely. The written not. <laughs> word isn't going anywhere. So, I mean, as much as there's blog saturation, if you don't have some type of written marketing video, I mean, it's all it's all it's, it's hitting the the three main channels that humans converse in, right? So, it's audio, vis visual, and um um, well, yeah, audio and visual. I mean, really, I'm like, hey, that's only two. I'm like, oh, my brain. But yeah, um, so hitting those two main modes of communication. And so, yeah, it's not really going anywhere. It's just sort of more different, newer channels. And, you know, how can you reach people best? Absolutely. How can you reach people best? I'm not saying by any means that, you know, stop doing video or stop doing the written word. Uh, you know, that's, it's, it's one of those things where you need a multi approach for marketing, I think, you know, uh, some people like the written words, some people like the videos. I know video is huge. You can see all the great statistics for it, but sometimes if I see a video, I'm like, is there, is it written somewhere? Can I read it? Cause, uh, you know, maybe I'm someplace where I can't listen to it and there's no subtitle. So I'd prefer to, you know, read the letter as opposed to, to hear the video or watch the video. Um, so, you know, it all just depends, but I think a, a multi-tier approach is really important. All right, so let's see. We've we've talked about year in review. We talked about future in marketing, future mm. of our podcast. Ooh, that's a fun one, right? Because that's what we need to talk about next. So I I, I we're coming up here pretty soon on the the end of our second season, which the end of our second season, the end <laughs> of our second season, and you know I'm not sure what's what's in store for for season three. We've done just us. We've done us and and some different, um, different guests. I don't know. We'll have to come up with something. Maybe we'll start dealing with segments, different, different new segments to keep people interested and excited into what we're doing. 
I'm up for some new segments. You know, I, I find our segments really entertaining. Um, they're fun to look, you know, and do the research and find all those old things or, you know, go over like the takeaways from events that we've gone to. But um, I'm, you know, I think just expanding the number of guests would be a really great goal for us as well. Just because as I said, you know, it's really fun for us to talk with each other, but it's also fun to get somebody else in and to have them, you know, spread their knowledge a little bit. Absolutely. You know, you know what else I would love to see? I would love to see a brave soul come on and have us kind of, so to speak, on the air, break down their marketing and help improve it almost live. I would be up for that. I would love that. That That's like so much fun for me. It's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do is to review somebody's uh, existing copy and just, you know, rapid fire be like, okay, here, 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 here. Let's, uh, here's ways you can improve that. Let's change the wording here a little bit. That I think uh, I would love to put out a call to our to our listeners and say, hey, if you've got a piece of copy, now, of course, it has to be done in 20 minutes. So, you know, we're not talking like the full sales letter because that would take more than 20 minutes to read out loud. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we'd love to uh, reach out to us at uh, contact at chattingwithcopywriters.com. Uh, if you have a piece of copy, you'd love to get broken down. And that can be a future episode on Chatting with Copywriters. So we've talked about uh, the future of the podcast. We've talked a little bit about our favorite memories from the podcast. Uh, you know, moving forward, of course, we're going to have to come up with some more, uh, what, what do we call them? The fun random topics to talk about before diving into the marketing content. Uh, that I think is also one of my favorite things. It just, you know, it, it's a fun way to relate marketing to something that isn't all of the marketing jargon, if you will. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I am going to have to come up with a whole bunch of new topics because I've, I've got a year's worth that's gone now. I can't use those anymore. So we'll have to have some fun scouring the net to see if there's any great questions we can start leading with. Absolutely. Or if there's a topic that our listeners would like to hear us talk about, uh, they should send that in too to contact at chattingwithcopywriters.com. So, you know, thank you so much to all of our listeners for uh, listening in and uh, supporting the podcast within our first year. We're going to be putting out another 17 hours plus of content in 2020 and looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chatting with Copywriters. If you like this episode, feel free to smash that subscribe button so you get future episodes delivered to your favorite digital device. We'd love your ratings and reviews, so take a few seconds and let us know what you think. Also, if you want to be on an episode, visit our website at chattingwithcopywriters.com slash guest. <laughs>